0: Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Into the Aether. It's a low-key video game podcast. My name is Brendan Bigley. I'm Stephen Hilger, and
1: Brendan and I right now are playing Final Fantasy XIV, which we will be also be discussing. Yeah. like we, I think we tweeted about this, and obviously you'll probably know the deal going into this episode, but we decided to stream us playing it while we record the episode so it'll be a little bit different um we'll do our best to not be like look at this cool thing i'm looking at right now as you listen to the episode <laughs> um, right. but if you do want to watch it in full which includes like us before and after hanging out um, it will be on our twitch page uh, which is twitch.tv slash into the cast and uh, youtube uh, potentially so yeah it'll be in both places
0: Yeah, if you want to hear the horrible microphone feedback I just sent to everybody watching on Twitch before we started recording, by all means, head over to twitch.tv slash into the cast and you can check out that VOD. Uh, It'll also be on YouTube. I imagine I'll cut all that stuff out. Um, Yeah, on LinkedIn. That said, um, yeah, if you want to head over to to LinkedIn.com and just sign up for an account. Yeah, can you endorse me for computers, please, on LinkedIn.com? <laughs> you can also go to LinkedIn.app, depending on you know what device you're using. Uh, all of these things and more are <laughs> accessible and uh, wonderful and should be used. Uh, did you know that Microsoft owns LinkedIn now? It's Bill Gates Presents LinkedIn. I adore that.
1: Yeah. And f- for many reasons. It's very Zoom esque They're kind of yeah. just following that trend, I think.
0: Anyway, uh, because it's a bonus episode, we have to start, as we always do, by thanking our patrons for making this possible. So thank you so much to the big long list. Akira, Alex, Andrew D, the other Andrew D, Ariel, Bede, Benjamin D, Benjamin, W, Bolt, Brendan, Brett, Catherine, Christopher, David, Dennis, Elliot, Hilton, Inez, Jason, Jeff, Josh, Cameron, Connor, Kieran, Kim, Kyle, Mark, Marcel, Melly, Muffin, Pie, Micah, Min, Murray, Naomi, No Name, Pablo, Philip, Robert, Peasy Scout, Shelly, Tight Alloy, Spencer, Trevor, and William. Uh, thank you all so much for thank backing so the much. show. Wow. If you yeah. want to back the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash into the cast. Uh, and you could do that, which would be uh, really cool. But honestly, and we say this at the end of every episode, but the, uh, you know, the best way to help the show grow is to just tell a friend about it if you think that they would like it. Um, that's kind of it but uh anyway yeah this is a very experimental episode for us because we are streaming and recording simultaneously uh so if you're watching this you can see the full unedited thing for those of you who are in chat right now uh like cloud strife who just asked if aj is excited to be editing an episode that is also a stream aj just found out about this (laughs) like an hour ago (laughs) aj who yeah, he'll,
1: he'll uh, get over
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, yeah, he will be editing the episode eventually. Hopefully. As I said that, I fell into
1: a nest full of giant eggs. This is immediate be... karma for, great. for giving yeah. AJ a
0: hard job. Yeah, he'll um, it, be fine. It's going to be great, I'm sure. He'll be fine. But anyway, we wanted to talk about Final Fantasy 14 again. Um, just because it's a game that you and I have played like a wild amount. We've played like... Like Fire Emblem Three Houses levels of hours of this game since picking it up. What was it? A week ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I think a week sounds right. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to grasp my concept of time while a clay golem just really messes me up in this weird <laughs> nest. Um, but yeah, it's been like it has been a shorter amount of time than the amount of time we have played should warrant. But yeah, we wanted to talk about it again, but I think because we're still. Uh, so, for those who missed our last couple episodes about it, um, we're still playing through the plot of A Realm Reborn, which is like essentially the first version of the game. Uh, since it came out, um, they've added a bunch of expansions with additional story content and all that. Um, so, I would say like you and I are probably halfway through the story of, of Realm Reborn.
0: It feels that way. You're at level 30, so you just transitioned classes, which we'll talk a little bit about. Yeah. Um, And I'm at level 25, about to become level 26. So I'm, like, right behind where you are. Yeah, and and we're
1: really enjoying it. I think this was kind of a fun changeup because, like, I think we kind of... Sorry, I'm, I'm literally in the worst area to gather a thought right now. <laughs> I don't know where I <laughs> What's fell. What's happening? I, I'm surrounded by clay golems and giant <laughs> scorpions, and I'm trying so hard to play it cool. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I need to just... I, I might just need to jump off a cliff so I can talk about this game I really like. Yeah. Um Just kill me. I want to just kind of talk while they really just beat me up. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm a bit farther in, obviously, uh, but we're around the same point and uh, it's just so good. I I really, you know, a, a lot of the stuff that I think you and I will end up saying is kind of a, a rehash of what we, here we go, finally, back to New Gradania, so I can speak. Um, <laughs> that was like a manifestation of my anxiety, just like trying to form like a good thought. Like, well, Clay Golem just beat me up. Um uh-huh. But basically, like you and I have both mentioned that we're not really, we traditionally haven't really clicked with MMOs before. Um, Yeah. I played WoW back in the day. Uh, I played when, like, around the time when uh, Wrath of the Lich King came out, like in 2007. And then I played again uh, for a bit when Cataclysm came out. And I enjoyed it, and I could totally see, like, why people got so into it. But. I just never really got immersed. Like, I feel like I, I made a bunch of characters and, and kind of played around with the classes, but I never felt the same sense of place that I do with this game. Um, yeah. And I think, I think we, you and I have talked a lot about how, you know, the common consensus of this game is that like, Oh, it gets really good, but you kind of have to muscle through like the beginning, which is, you know, X hundred hours. Okay. I think a hundred hours <laughs> to get yeah, to where like the game is now. Um, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, is like while yes, the the story of the uh, of Realm Reborn is like pretty generic and like nothing to write home about. I I'm I'm mostly allured by the fact that like I'm like new enough to MMOs that I'm impressed that there's an MMO that's trying to tell a story, and I'm like <laughs> right, right, right. In in brief moments, kind of swept up just in the whimsy of it. Um, yeah. But mo- most importantly, I'm really endeared. Like I really find the setting just so alluring. like, And that was the thing that kind of clicked right away. It was like, I just felt like the world was so cool and I was so mesmerized just like kind of doing these hypnotically simple quests in this really beautiful world. Yeah. Um, And the fact that like in this sort of like routine zen schedule, there's like lingering a chosen one story I found kind of interesting. And now that that's picking up, I'm just like really... Really finding myself, like, really invested in my character and in in just, like, the well-being of the world above the story itself, if that yeah. makes any sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I have found myself... Really enjoying the process of getting to know this world over time. And you and I talked a lot in the last episode we uh, did about this, but just the idea of Gridania, which um, if you're watching the stream, you can see right now. But uh, the idea of Gridania being that like homestead kind of place, you know, that, that place that like returning to feels warm and fuzzy in a way that I've never felt about any starting city in literally any video game I've ever played in my life. Like, yeah, like
1: at, short of like maybe Kokiri Forest and Midgar. Like I feel <laughs> I feel yeah. like a, a sense of a, I, I feel like an emotional attachment to Gridania as right. a place that I haven't felt in other games.
0: Yeah. Um and, and just to double back on my experience with MMOs, I have always really um kind of sought after that idea of like the game that I play. Like the game specifically, if you know what I mean. Just that mm-hmm. idea that like that idea that that there is always kind of like Radania, a thing that I can always return to and feel good about, um, you know, dumping mm-hmm. some time into. And and I know there's like the the kind of um like uh shitty, snobby take on MMOs that like they're bad for whatever reason. Um but you know, it, it is a genre of game that brings a lot of people together and a lot of people find a lot of joy in. And I always felt kind of like Weirdly left out by that, which is why I spent so much time trying a lot of different MMOs, trying to find one that really clicked for me. Kind of bizarrely, like, I, I bounced between a bunch of them. I, I played uh, World of Warcraft for a bit. I played Star Trek Online and and the Star Wars one <laughs> and Wildstar and <laughs> fucking DC Universe Online and everything. Um, and, like, nothing really worked for me at, at any point. Um, and, and as I mentioned in the last episode, like, Destiny was kind of the closest thing I got to that But that never really counted for me. So aside from that, I just gave up on that personal quest at one point. But eventually I got to this point where I was like, okay, my new quest now is to find a JRPG that I really like, um, you know, which is a process that I've kind of outlined over the last year of doing this podcast. And strangely enough, both of those have kind of like Happened simultaneously not that i didn't find a jrpg until now because there are a bunch that i really enjoy now but it's so funny and like the most bizarre twist of fate that the mmo and the jrpg that i love the most is final fantasy 14 it's like (laughs) just the most like twisted ironic shit um yeah but i mean it's it's just an incredible game i mean i'm running around in pink dragon scale armor as a a tall hot elf named johnny anime you know, like, how can you not <laughs> love this game? I have a Chocobo <laughs> named Star Wars that I get to ride around on all the time.
1: Yeah, I just got Chocobo as well. I named them Bowie. Uh, I wanted to name them David Bowie, but there wasn't, like, a great way to have a space between the names. Um, yeah. What's funny, too, is, like, even though I just said, like, in the story for me, like, the, the sort of shows. There's a point in the game where you kind of join this. Group of heroes that are called the Scions of the Seventh Dawn. Is that right? Did I get that? correct? yeah, that's it. I knew they were Scions, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure which Dawn. uh, To be quite honest, Um, (laughs) but uh, you join them and like you start to do like you know you you start the the a plot of the game is basically like we said last time, which I still find routinely fascinating. That the whole realm was destroyed in the real world events of Square like relaunching the game. So. There's this kind of meta text to the world that everyone talks about the calamity, which really is like, for us, just like the awful launch of the original game, right. <laughs> which is really it's really kind of sad to hear these characters be like, I remember the screams and the flame
0: that like consumed <laughs> everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, oh my God. For us, it was just like a bad review. But for you, it was everything. <laughs> for um,
0: us, it was just somebody on IGN going, I have only negatives ten. to say. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and for
1: for Gridani, it was like scorched lumber and like <laughs> just, <it's> screaming. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I think there's there's I think you once talked about Destiny of like the plot of Destiny is about making Destiny, and I think there seems to be some conscious stuff in this story that's like about being an MMO and being an MMO that like got a second chance uh, and yeah. really has has since since Realm reborn, you know, it's just gotten better and better, and I think. The thing that's worth pointing out in terms of like oh uh, the path to Stormbringers is is X is that you feel and see the game getting better as you play it like yeah. it really like I I had downloaded a free trial of this game years ago and I I made a character and kind of messed around for a bit and like it was fun but like it it cannot put a worse foot forward like it throws a million menus at you and like you're not really doing anything <laughs> like you know again like the story is yeah. kind of just sort of there. I mean, even at this point, you know, I'm not reading every text box. Like I'm, I'm really just enjoying like being in this world. And I think that's, that's something that um, with MMOs, like I think at a certain point, like when WoW first came out, the novelty of just playing online was such like a big deal. Like that was, that was around the same time that Xbox live had like just come into existence. And
0: yeah, it was like a culmination of of a lot of games that had tried to do that. But like, it almost—I I hate to use this uh, comparison, but it was almost like the the Apple version of an MMO, where like a lot of people tried making smartphones, and then the iPhone came out. It was like, oh yeah, that is how you're supposed to do it. Like right. that was that was what WoW was at the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I think like with WoW, like when I when I tried to get into that, I felt like a lot of my friends who played it, the sort of like haunting thing for me in terms of like the sort of more negative side mm-hmm. of MMOs, and like uh, discussions about addiction and all that, like, uh, I don't know if I I can't say on, uh, you know, whether or not anyone was like addicted. I think that, I mean, I think that can exist for certain people's experiences. And like, obviously that's a big conversation, but, um, the thing that always struck me about wow in particular was that I feel like I had a lot of friends who played it and at a certain point it felt like they almost didn't want to play it, but they had to, because they had some kind of like, Guild obligation, like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go and do this, and like, yeah, it almost put me out of it. Where like, I felt like the people that were most into it, it became like a job for them, and and I hear that term a lot for a lot of MMOs, where like, like, oh, it eventually becomes a job, and I don't feel that at all with this game, and I don't think I ever will, based on how I'm playing it. Where like, I'm just, I'm routinely blown away by like the sense of progression in this game, and the sense of like where I am now. Like for context, I'm level thirty. And at level 30, your class, there's sort of the main storyline, and then and then your job also has a storyline. So I just finished the Archer storyline. And I have to say, I I kind of got into it. Like by the end, I, I really enjoyed the uh the arc it took. And uh they set me up to become a bard now. So I met this dude in the woods who's playing a harp, and he's like, I like <laughs> you shoot a bow, but can you write a good song, Zoe Bahamut? For those who don't know, my character is named Zoe Bahamut, and she's like mm-hmm. a Kind of like Dragonborn Tiefling esque like, lizard dragon person. She's very cool. Uh, yeah. My idea was like I wanted to make a character who I would want in my party in in a Final Fantasy game. I'm like if I'm gonna yeah. spend this much time as them, I want to make someone that like I would want on my team. And it's been it's been a blast. I as a bard, I also will say that I can now just play instruments like in real time. I can just hit buttons on my controller and like play the bongos. <laughs>
0: I love that so much. And
1: it's a part of my
0: life in the game, so yeah. so I can see that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I kind of did almost the exact opposite thing that you did, because you kind of put a lot of thought into the creation of Zoe Bahama, and I was like, I spend so much time making characters in these games that I just need to make like essentially a shitpost post that makes me laugh. And like that'll <laughs> that'll be the thing that keeps me. <laughs> interested uh, and that's where Johnny anime came from um, and first enough they go really well together Like they look cool they do they both look yeah. great <laughs> absolutely yeah the two of them hanging out is like oh man I I think you mentioned this in, in the first or second episode or something but it was like I want to watch that band like I would I would yeah be a roadie for that band, band. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean
1: now I can play every instrument so Johnny can sing I guess or just like oh. <laughs> swing his lance around
0: uh huh <laughs>
1: or do uh well he's a leather worker right he's a lancer and leather worker
0: I am I am a leather worker um which yeah. is fun I I think I don't think you talked at all in the last episode about your crafting experience did you your your woodworking Oh yeah
1: I I so at a certain point you can pick up a job which is treated with the same weight as as like your main one It's worth noting that you don't like it's not like other MMOs where you have like an overall class level you just have like okay i'm a level 30 bard and i'm a level 20 something carpenter um and you can switch between classes by just switching your main weapon which is awesome so like yeah. you can have gear sets saved to each weapon you have equipped um so like if i really wanted to i could just take out my carpenter's saw and like fight clay golems i won't <laughs> but i could um but with all the crafting jobs like they give it almost like its own battle system and like I think that's the thing the game does really well is everything is given weight. Even if the writing is hit or miss at times, like the, the people who, who are just like their job is being an NPC that hands out quests. Like they share moments of joy when like, you're now like a bigger deal in Gradania. Yeah. Um, uh, The fact that you, you join a carpenter's guild, like the dude who runs it is like really into the craft and like, Kind of has like Andy Warhol sunglasses and was like kind of pretentious, (laughs) but very kind hearted. And and to them, to everyone there, like carpentry is as big of a deal as it is for the archers and the archers guild. They talk about, you know, the philosophy behind carpentry and like how what you're doing can potentially save lives. And like that all really lands for me. That all makes me feel so immersed in this setting. And and like we said in the last episode, when you do finish major quest lines, I I really feel like I had an impact on the world, and I, and and the fact that we're still in the like the thick of the part of the game that people say you should like have to muscle through is really just getting me so pumped to see what else is there. You know, I really want to see because Heaven's Word apparently is all about the race that Zoe Bahamut is, the like dragon people. and Shadowbringers apparently is the best Final Fantasy story. So, uh, <laughs> like like we yeah. said last time, the fact that that's lingering on the horizon is like another really exciting incentive as the game just gets better and better.
0: Yeah, yeah. On the flip side, with with Johnny Anime as a uh, as a leather worker, I, I've had kind of like an opposite experience tonally, um, but thematically it it lands the same. Where when I and making stuff for the leather uh, working guild, the person who runs it is constantly just like, yeah, this is shit. This is shit. This is shit. But like you are improving, so you should keep doing it. And like, <laughs> just like you could tell that like, she takes it extremely seriously, essentially. Sure. Um, And she's like, who is this person dressed in all pink dragon scale armor who thinks that they can just walk in here and become a leather worker? Like, that's not how this works. Um, yeah. And It all culminated in uh, this one really great quest line where she was like, I need you. It it was right when they uh, unlock for you the ability to like auto craft stuff. So like usually there's a whole little like mini game kind of thing that you have to go through to be able to craft things. And... (laughs) And she was like, I need you to make 30 of this, like, pronto. Like, the the army needs it. It's going to be a really big thing. And, like, you're going to save a lot of lives by making all this stuff. So, you go and you make it. And it's the first time you can autocraft. So, you're just, like, kind of watching the bar go up. But, like, you do feel that sense of purpose as you're doing it. And then I went to go hand in my my 30 uh, pieces of leather or whatever. I forget what it was. I think it was, like, belts or something. I handed in my 30 belts. And she was like, cool, these are going to make great practice scraps for the newbies. Uh, thanks for making these. And I was just like, oh, wait, what do you mean? She was like, you didn't think I would actually allow you to make things that would be worn by our military, do you? You just walked in here like a day ago, my guy. Um, <laughs> but she was like, but it is really important that we have practice scraps to work with for people like you who are coming in. Um, and, and we ended up using all the practice scraps to actually turn into the real belts that we needed for this huge order for the army. So, like, you are actually helping uh, in your own way. And just to touch on what you were talking about, I honestly, the more I play this, feel like that is the theme of this game. Um, especially in uh, the A Realm Reborn era where, like, everybody who lives in Gradania currently At some point or another, watch the apocalypse happen. Um, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. It reminds me so much of of Breath of the Wild and the thing that I really attached to with that game, which was just this idea that like, yeah, you lost like Ganondorf won and rules Hyrule. With an iron fist, he's like this giant kind of specter that looms over everything. But that doesn't mean that people have lost hope and that doesn't mean that people have just stopped living. Like, Hyrule is still a beautiful place to explore and is still like... Just, you know, an incredible and and wondrous uh, land to explore, filled with people who have hope and are continuing their lives. And that's weirdly what this game is evoking for me, which is the yeah. last thing I expected from Final Fantasy XIV Online, <laughs> you know? I, did, I didn't expect to have this, like, pure, optimistic, kind of utopic vision of an apocalypse, Um but that's what I'm getting here. And and I think it's, it's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's worth touching like, I guess a little bit on the a plot. Um, Like we said, like it, it really does, like, like I think I think you can criticize the pacing, but I think you know you and I have have highlighted it as 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 working well in the long run. Where like you show up to town, and of course they're just gonna be like, okay. I guess go kill a few squirrels. Like that's all the work we have. Like yeah. you're just and in the lore of the game, there are just people called adventurers that like you are one of many. So yeah. like you get to a certain point where um, it does open like with you in this sort of dream escape where there's a crystal talking to you so like yeah (laughs) it's set up that you're probably important but just through dreams and it's not until like probably your level 10 or 15 where things start like happening in whatever province you start in and and the leaders of the province start turning to you which eventually leads to uh you being recruited by the scions who are all characters that have something called the echo which means that they can't be corrupted by by various uh, primals who are who are all big summons from other games. So the first primal you fight is Ifrit, and in a scene, Ifrit like breathes on a group that was captured to be sacrificed, and everyone else starts like worshipping him, but you don't because your soul is bound to another, as they say, and that's right. that's what the echo is. So at, at the point where we're at, we're basically just doing stuff for the scions. What makes me laugh, though, is that, like, we're at a point now where we are really a big deal. And I literally was just given a quest to dust paintings with a Chocobo feather. But they're still (laughs) giving me busy work. (laughs) But uh, I think I would say around level 15 is also the time when you start uh, doing dungeon quests. And that's where the game, like, in terms of the gameplay really picks up, for me at least. Like, that's where they really start teaching you, like, how to play your class whether it's DPS, tank or healer. Um, yeah. And they, they really do invest a lot of like in game quests to like teach you how playing online is going to go. Like there's even a quest I just did that introduced me to the PVP area, which I kind of bounced from cause I've never really, I've never really been drawn to PVP in games like this. Um, especially like with everything we just said, that doesn't really match the vibe I'm looking for. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But it's cool that they introduce it in a, in a <laughs> way that, that meshes with the story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and just to speak to that vibe, like this does scratch the itch that destiny almost immediately This started scratching the itch that destiny started scratching for me, like way after I had done every raid and every uh, every strike and every like quest that I could possibly do every story mission. Like when I'm replaying missions in destiny, it's kind of this like Zen state where I don't really have to think about what I'm doing. I just know how to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And that allows for things like hanging out and talking with friends while playing that game. And this game weirdly, like, strikes that same kind of relaxing zen vibe, like, almost from go. And and I think a lot of that has to do with uh, starting in Gridania versus Uldah or Limsa-Liminsa, which are the two other starting cities. Um, yeah. Because I, I, I just think that's, like, a really chill, cool, like, elf haven to hang out in. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I just really appreciate that about this game. And it's the reason why every time I sit down to play a game, I'm like, I guess I'll just play Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah, it's really like, I think this is a game where, you know, we mentioned the, the sort of daunting amount of time that it can take to see the whole story. And I don't feel daunted by it because it's the game. It's the kind of game that I play for like an hour or so every day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. or not every day, but like, it's, it's sort of like a... a Winding down game where it's something that's great to like coming home right from work and like not jumping right into something a little bit more uh like uh I guess I don't want to say stressful but like I just know exactly what I'm getting into when I play this and I can kind of seek what my what the experience is like I can have it be just me running around town talking to you recording our bonus episode and like I'm having the best time or I could right. fall into a pit full of eggs and clay golems and have the worst yeah. time.
0: Like, Uh. to be perfectly honest, (laughs) when I pitched the idea of doing this episode live on Twitch while playing the game, I didn't think about the, like, overwhelming stress that might befall me if I'm trying to have, like, I don't know, an entertaining stream while simultaneously having, like, something maybe potentially interesting to say about this video game, like, all at once, while also watching chat and also thinking about answers to Q&A questions. Like, that didn't really cross my mind when I started thinking about it. But the fact that, it is happening kind of so naturally I think speaks to the Zen state of this game. Um, cause yeah. I sure am just like flying through this game right now while we're doing this podcast. Um, oh, which yeah. kind of rules. Yeah.
1: So I guess, do you, do you have anything else about the main game or the main story or anything we've like uncovered since that you want to highlight or do you want to go into questions or talk about what you're doing right now? What do you think is, uh, appealing to you in this moment.
0: Um I'm thinking it might be a good time to start questions. Um yeah. I I feel pretty good about the stuff that we've covered personally. I just kind of wanted to touch in and like just say again how much I love this and also touch on that that theme of resilience that I think is really powerful. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that's yeah. a great
1: resilience is a great word because I think that's something that the characters exhibit as well as the like people who make the game. And like There cannot be more of a comeback between this and Shadowbringers. And I think this is a game we'll probably bring up again as we slowly but surely get to the other expansions. Also, I mean, while we're all together, I also just want to highlight that, like, I'm really, really happy it seems to be landing with a lot of uh, people in the Discord as well. And, And I want to thank you all for the work you put into, like organizing like uh yeah uh, you know all the group stuff we can do and like that's all like that's all just a testament like more so than the game itself it's a testament to like uh the community that's been growing around the show and I think that this game is like oddly like a great like medium for us all to like hang out and play video games you know like it's a yeah. really I mean, it's an MMO, so not really too surprising <laughs> that <They're> like, hey, <laughs> there's this game that's like online that a lot of friends can play at once. But like, you yeah. know, I think it's I just want like it's massive, but it is multiplayer <laughs> and it's also <laughs> you online. You <laughs> said that when we when you first were playing and I was kind of nervous if you were going to like it or not. And you went, I love that it's massive. I love that it's multiplayer. I love that it's online. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think, but oddly enough, even though that that was like just a goof, like I think the 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 RPG aspect of this MMO is really what's landing to me that hasn't in the past. Like I think yeah. that this game really lends itself to the sort of more ethereal aspects of a role playing game that like yeah. WoW kind of falls short on for me. And yeah, I just I'm just loving it. Oh, Johnny anime invited me to join a party. Well, I think this is a good time to, uh, to start doing questions.
0: Um, I do want want to, um, I do want to just mention something in chat. Uh, and Drake seven twenty said, I was having dinner with friends last night talking about your Kentucky red zero episode and told them to check out your podcast. First of all, thank you for that. They said, yeah, "Yeah, maybe. But then I showed them a picture of Johnny anime and they were like, yeah, send me a link to that show. So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really glad that johnny anime is striking a chord with so many people not only in gradania and and um eorzea at large but you know in this the real world which is the yeah. most massive and multiplayer and online game you can play is your own life
1: okay yeah i agree um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <I> am.
0: <laughs> Let's do
1: questions. Uh, unless anything else popped up in chat, I have a bunch of ones that were already asked uh, in my in my notes app here. Um, uh,
0: one person in chat, Tim Turtle Twenty Three, asked uh, where I got the dragon scale armor. I got it by doing um, a quest that taught me how to play as a lancer, and then I dyed it pink with pink dye. Oh wait, let me let me go by you. Where are you right now? Are you doing a quest, or are you just hanging out? I am doing a quest. I was actually about oh, okay. to jump into a raid, um oh, and I was going to pull you. You know with what? Oh,
1: okay, actually, that not sound, that sounds pretty cool. Whoa, that was fast. Ayo, the Thousand Maws of Tota Rock. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be so hard.
0: <laughs> I was yeah, like, to do a raid and also do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So what's the first question we got to answer now that we're starting the Thousand Maws of Tota Rock?
1: it's like it's doing like sam Raimi esque zoom-ins of a cave as our group looks nervous let's do it let's do it baby i'm gonna play the flute so we can all run faster great uh hell yeah um the first question is uh from scout thank you for asking Uh, there's actually a number of these uh which i'm excited to address but i'll just ask one for now how much personality have you found yourself applying to your characters? Despite them being literal blank slates, do you somehow know their vibe? So that's the first question. Uh, I thought that might be a good one to start with based on kind of what we were just saying. I mean, personally, Absolutely. I I have found myself growing extremely fond of Zoe Bahamut. I truly kind of had the same mindset I would about any kind of protagonist for an RPG. I'm like kind of learning her vibe over time. I feel like... Uh, You know, obviously there's no, like, voice in the game or there's no, like... I'm going to play the harp. I can't yet. Oh. Um, (laughs) uh, Like you said, like, they're kind of blank slates. Um, But I do do think it was the moment that I joined the Carpenters Guild that, like, I kind of felt more personality. Or I found myself projecting more personality on her. Um, Yeah. And I think us playing together, I feel like (laughs) Zoe Bahama has become, like... The de facto hero in Johnny Anime is ridiculousness. <laughs> so, like, um, she's also loosely based. I, I played a uh, T fling rogue um, in a one-off D anD D game that my friend ran that I that I really enjoyed uh, playing. So, she's like kind of a, a loose like follow up to that character. So th- that's where I'm at with her. I think like I don't know if I can like define her personality quite yet, but that's something I'm looking forward to kind of thinking about more as i get farther into the game but like yeah definitely heroic definitely like grounded in some making shit uh at the carpenters Guild, <laughs> into wearing an eyepatch and just like being cool you know yeah playing I, every it's instrument
0: i i have a like i have a version of zoe bahamut's personality in my head even though again like there is nothing in game that is really attributing to that outside of like what we are kind of like, I don't know, just gluing onto the surface there. Because even even as the person playing, the only times you get to choose dialogue are literally like, I, I think there was one yesterday that I was doing uh, where the dialogue options were, hi, my name is Johnny Anime, I heard you were looking for me. And the other one was like, I'm here to do a quest or something. <laughs> like, those were my two <laughs> options. Um, right but uh but to me Johnny Anime does absolutely have a personality. I mean, he knows he's extremely hot, which is, you know, sometimes problematic in people, but in Johnny Anime's case, I think he just like he just really enjoys adventuring, I think. He just feels like he was born for it in a way. I mean, like he's he's loving being with a group of people just like killing bugs in this cave right now. Like that's that's what he lives for. You know what I mean? Um Yeah. And it, it's almost like I would say uh empty-headed in a way like it's almost he's just doing it kind of on autopilot, which is how I'm playing the game as well. You There's know, definitely
1: like a kind of hauntingly vacant quality to Johnny anime. Um, right. I think
0: uh,
1: what was your uh, cause I, I have like sort of a vision in my head of Johnny anime. You said you had one of Zoe Bahamut. What was what was the personality that you kind of had in your head
0: for her? Zoe Bahamut, I see is just like a very earnest adventurer who wants to do right. Like, I, I see Zoe Bahamut as just kind of like a paragon of good, you know? I love that.
1: Yeah. I can definitely see that. That's kind of how, like, I also, I have an affinity for characters that are, like, of a, like, fictional background that, like, would lend themselves to being villainous. Like, I love goblins. I love, like, creatures <laughs> right, like that, yeah. you know? So making her kind of like a dragon person was was fun for me to, like, make kind of like a heroic Robin Hood kind of character. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Johnny anime, I think (laughs) I get like, I can't quite put into words, but I feel like I've, I feel like I've talked to him at this point. Like I could hear his voice in my head
0: and it's haunting. (laughs) What does he say? What does Johnny anime sound like to you?
1: Johnny anime, I think is the kind of person that like you meet and you like, you find them really mysterious, but then you realize that they actually just have nothing to say. (laughs) and i don't mean that as an insult but it sounds very insulting now that no I no it. i
0: agree with you there's at there's least at kind this of, point there's kind of a quest. haunting mystery to johnny anime you don't know what he's yeah. thinking and the answer to that might be that he's not thinking about anything
1: but i think there's there's a weird comfort in like because he's not arrogant in like a villainous way he's just like very content in his own beauty and in yeah. his own like ability
0: Right, yeah, and he, he will join the leatherworking guild and just get completely ripped apart by the person who runs it. And it's yeah. like, yeah, cool, I deserve <laughs> this.
1: Like, I think I I could see him as that guy as that guy in class where like the teacher kind of always like rips them apart, but like secretly loves them.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Because
1: he shows up, like he doesn't like skip class. He goes to class. He's just not very good.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. Straight uh, C pluses. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but, like, pleasure gym. to have in class, definitely. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's too close to home. Brendan? <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit me too.
1: Uh, ooh, okay. We got some treasure here. What's this? An ethereal iron Elmo. Uh, I've never passed more on something in my life. Uh, unless anyone has any follow up questions in the chat, do you want to move on to the next question? Yeah, let's do This it. is actually this doing a dungeon is actually way easier because at least it's like kind of a regimented like experience, whereas like just walking around in the wilderness was too chaotic for me. Like I know like <laughs> I'm able to pay attention here, and and thank yeah. God for our healer and tank who don't know that their other two party members are recording a <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
0: They're like they must be like, what's our bard (laughs) up to? Um, Uh, Just answering a question from chat, actually, is what the bard is up to.
1: Yeah. Speaking of that, any uh, any other questions in chat while we are taking a look? No, no. I think I think move on to the next one. Okay. Uh, The next question from Scout is what what's making this game stick for you uh, as opposed to other MMOs? Uh, I think we kind of touched on that a little earlier, but I do think it's uh, it is sort of like. To put it in more concise terms, it's it's the setting and it's the sort of like sense of place. And like, I think the fact that the story is is giving weight to MMO mechanics, it doesn't break the uh, suspension of disbelief as much as other games do. You know, the, yeah, this the, the little details that like they gradually introduce, you know, doing dungeons and doing PvP like I never feel like it's not. Zoe Bahamut's story I I think there's a way in which I can view this all as like part of the main quest even if it's not the main quest
0: yeah and that for
1: me is really working
0: yeah I I honestly am having a hard time putting my finger on what it is about this one I think like a lot of it just has to do with I think the combat is a little bit more interesting it's just like a little bit deeper than it has been in other MMOs that I've tried Um, I find the world really easy to parse, but yeah, I I think it really does all come back to that, that idea of like sense of place and sense of belonging and, and the idea that you are just one of many and not the chosen one, uh, which I find (laughs) is like the most boring thing you can do in, in these kinds of stories. And even though this game, the more I play is starting to lean into that a little bit, it still is constantly acknowledging the fact that you are still one of many. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's even kind of hard in, even to in the dreams where everywhere. Crystal, right? Even in the dreams where Crystal is talking to you and saying like you will save the world, it's talking to like dozens of other like spirits floating around. Right. So yeah, I think I think that's that's accurate. I was laughing before because as we were saying like. The setting is really beautiful. Just a bunch of red font popped up going poison, poison, poison.
0: <laughs> we were <laughs> yeah, shout out to us for neither of us commenting on the prison pudding enemy we were both fighting. That was like maybe one of the most horrific beings I've ever seen in a video game. We really yeah. held it together. Um, and Drake 720 in chat asks if Johnny is the quintessential blue collar fantasy worker. And I think, yeah, is the answer. is johnny the
1: quintessential anything i think the answer is yes
0: (laughs) johnny is quintessential capital q quintessential is his middle name (laughs) johnny quintessential anime uh next question
1: next question let me pull it up as we go
0: through this as we fight cell mites
1: uh have you done any customizing to your hud that has vastly improved gameplay for you i have a little bit have you yeah, I mean, I just messed around with uh, the the hot bars, which has really helped. Um, Cause like I, I didn't even use potions for the first like half of my experience playing this, and like got to a point where I probably started to need to. Cause like the spell I have that heals myself isn't as useful at at later levels. Right. Um. So I would recommend like just going through the the hot bars, and and it, you can have I think up to eight like different ones. Um, so definitely, like, just do whatever makes it easier. Um, yeah, absolutely. In terms of, like, getting rid of what's on screen, I haven't found a direct way yet. But, like, what I've learned about this game is, like, there is a direct way to do everything. It's just not completely visible right away. Like, it really it really benefits from having, like, one person who knows the game to be like, hey, just do this. Um, and thankfully, our Discord is really helpful because there are a few people that, like, really know this game and they have been extremely like helpful and responsive to people with questions
0: yeah Um, it's been really great i've also like
1: had a pretty good time with like random people online as well oddly enough like i haven't done voice chat
0: or anything but like it's been oddly pleasant which has also been nice um yeah there was actually a quest that i did in this game that was entirely centered around the idea of being nice to people that you randomly party up with for raids i don't know if you did that same quest yeah i was just like amazed but that that existed in this game it was really great it was literally you just have to go talk to uh the members of you have to go talk to the members of a party from a raid that had failed uh all individually and like sort out their stories and find out why they were angry at one another and the reason was like really dumb and then they all realized that at the end and i was like oh my god this is literally telling you to be nice to each other in party chat it was great, and
1: and the fact too that like there are quests that you can't complete unless you do like certain emotes, like they're even giving narrative weight to like stuff you would kind of do like facetiously just online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like like we just had a quest where we had to dance for everyone in the in the village. <laughs> These like forest sprites were like, oh great dance! I guess we'll help you now. Yeah. But, okay. This is great. This is the best game I've ever made. <laughs> um, oh i forgot to play my flute that makes us walk faster uh and last question uh from scout is who is your favorite minion so oh far?
0: wait hud sorry i made everything oh. smaller and that made everything great oh nice because we're both playing on ps4 worth noting uh
1: yeah. it's for it's for pc and ps4
0: yeah i uh, have a i have a ps4 pro um and a 4k tv and they have really great settings to support that stuff. So you can make the uh, the HUD a little bit smaller. Uh, and that's been great. And now cool. we're
1: fighting the Curl 09 Tails, mm-hmm. my favorite poisonous boss. Uh, cool. I'm going to move on to the next question then. Yeah, um, please. Boy of Stone asks uh, The game is known for some of the punniest quest names of all time. What have been your favorite quest names so far? I really liked, it wasn't quite a pun, but there was one just called It's Probably Pirates. And I thought that was just really, like, self-aware and funny. Um, there was another one uh, that was called, uh, there There are a race of, like, fairy creatures called sylphs. And one of the quests was called Believe in Yourself, which I also liked. Um, so those two, I think probably pirates and Believe in Yourself were real good. Oh my god, I love this visor. I'm gonna need that. Yeah, let me
0: check out the old loot um i ooh also love this visor sorry i'm gonna pass on it so you can get it though um yeah it's probably pirates became pretty much immediately my favorite one uh just because it made you laugh so hard you know i just felt like a kind of a weird kinship um yeah for sure yeah uh now next we're in question a
1: hall of poison uh <laughs> yeah just give me uh one second here uh Zoe, I believe in you. I'm going to leave the controller on the table for a second. Confused Mima asks, uh, when do you guys expect FF14 2, and what thing from another MMO... <laughs> sure. uh, what what aspect from another MMO would you like to see in FF14? Mm,
0: um,
1: I miss the guns in Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you bring that up, because I think they added uh, Gunblade as a class from ff Oh, FF great. Eight.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. No, yeah. I'm good then this has everything um, in terms
1: of i know the first question is probably a joke but honestly i could see them it seems like they've been adding a big expansion like every two years like uh Shadowbringers only came out last year and we're pretty early into 2020 uh yeah. while we're recording this so i could see them i mean i feel like this game is only doing better and better so i could definitely see them adding another expansion but i don't think they're gonna do like I don't think we're going to get like 16 as an MMO or anything like that. I think they're probably committed to making this last as long as possible. And we'll see what comes next. Um, Yeah, especially after the
0: kind of after the kind of like wild experience they've had building this game, you know, and having it fail at launch and then bringing it back from the dead and all that kind of stuff. Like, I wouldn't be too surprised if they were like, you know what, let's not try our luck again anytime soon. Yeah, (laughs) right.
1: So, yeah, I think. Uh, In terms of another MMO aspect in this game, like I said earlier, I haven't really played like a ton, so I don't know really what I'd want. I mean, I feel like this game is kind of doing everything I would want, like that I wanted in other games. But I do think I I would love if there was a way to like, you and I played uh, Starbound when it came out back in the day. And like, I really enjoyed just the, the like simple act of like, traveling in a spaceship together so yeah. if, if there's a way and maybe there is so excuse me if if i'm if i'm like just stating the obvious but i would love if there was a way to like travel like in an airship together somewhere or like mm-hmm. be in some type of vehicle together like a ship or or a airship or something like that i think it would yeah. be really fun so but that's like i don't need that i just think it'd be cool uh <laughs> yeah i know where you're i know
0: where you're coming from I will um, say I
1: wish there was an easier way to like I you can choose like what armor is is visibly on you and what armor is like, giving you stats, but it's a little bit limited. I just wish that was like a like a service you could always use for everything. Yeah, um, but other oh my God, we are covered in spider eggs and poison. Um, Yeah, this is
0: a wild dungeon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that would that would be my answer for that. Um, Let me move on to the next one. Don't worry, I'm gonna play my flute that makes us walk faster. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I love announcing it because it's like not really that helpful, but I love it.
0: Um, I don't know this. Nade in chat says there's multi-person mounts. Oh, that's awesome! That's so so cool. There you go. That's my dream. So yeah, this game has everything. It has it's guns, guns and multi-person mounts.
1: Uh Nade asks, have you guys had any fun interactions with other players? I have uh I haven't really like done a ton of interacting with other people. Like, you know, I've 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 had a pretty pleasant time overall with uh just doing dungeons like this. Uh for those who are unfamiliar, like they kind of throw you into a party for you have two DPS, one tank, one healer. It's really easy to find a group, uh, which is really neat. And Everyone's like pretty good and you can commend players for their action and I've given and received a lot of uh commends which is great. Um that's awesome. I had some people in the in the text chat ask me like what certain moves of mine did so they can know like how to strategize around it. So like overall I've had a pretty pleasant time. Uh I did stream this game uh earlier on, like uh, when Zoe was like level 10 or so, and I for the stream made a, a big cat man named Jellicle Choice. Um, great name and Angelical Choice I was dancing uh, and then someone else started dancing with me which was really fun but then they took all their clothes off and I ran away um, So <laughs> it's
0: like such a classic yeah that, weird that's MMO sort of like thing.
1: what you expect but even then like in the moments before it got PG-13 I was having the time of my life yeah um, so how about you
0: uh, yeah yeah not to like kind of keep coming back to this but in terms of like fun interactions with other players like I feel like this is the easy way out to answer, but it literally is every time I do raids like the one we're doing right now. These like these, uh, I forget what these are called duty quests or something. Um, uh, yeah. Instance raids. Yeah. I've just been so, so blown away by like how easy it is to find people to do these with and so how seamless, much fun yeah. I have every time I do it. Um, it oh, yeah. it is like bar none. One of the best, uh, like, automatic looking for party systems i've ever seen in a game uh especially coming from a place like destiny where you need to have six people to do a raid and it sucks every time
1: (laughs) yeah like and this game also like with the menus and stuff like it i i was expecting it to be much more of a challenge to find a group and it's so easy uh now we're in a place we're like fighting this big spider in a cave but i think everyone's watching the cutscene, so i'm just dancing uh or i was dancing but now everyone's just waiting on a cliff <laughs> are oh, you yeah, watching I, the
0: cutscene? Hey, i'm the one watching the cutscene. i'll just skip it it's fine uh, okay uh our healer is dancing there you go doing the harvest dance um,
1: <laughs> yeah the harvest dances are anytime brendan and i play and you're waiting for me you are doing the harvest dance uh yeah, like pretty on much top always of building which is like very
0: very midsummer-esque um Uh, I love it. strife in chat says matchmaking for destiny raids is generally the worst and hardest part of raids, but all destiny raids are good. I do agree with that. All the raids themselves are great, but the process of finding people to play them with uh, is terrible. And also, if you're playing with a bunch of randos online, I, I have had really bad experiences with that as well. It's kind of turned me off from doing them at all.
1: That's a bummer. I'm sorry to hear that it's okay because um, i have Final i just Fantasy did my 14. limit break which literally is barrett's limit break big shot and that was very cool oh yeah should i do I my limit f- break
0: yeah oh, I, do I don't it. have it anymore i had it before well, now as soon as you
1: lose say it don't spray it you know yeah i guess um well i'm about to die <laughs> shit oh really oh yeah. geez where's our healer someone's not getting commended <laughs> anyway here i'll play with uh, my foot so
0: you can run faster is it possible for you to read another question or are there too many scorpions (laughs) uh you know i'll be
1: completely honest i wish there was one less scorpion uh uh, but i can i can make it happen because i'm just i'm just a bard if there's anyone who can slack off it's the bard so i'm gonna (laughs) read another question i'll like be attacking but i'm not gonna do anything fancy um Shelly asks, have you noticed any Easter eggs from other games? Mostly a Steven question, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm almost dead. Uh, thank yeah, you, I Healer. Came, came very close to dying. Uh, yes. So, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Might actually need a sec. Oh,
0: I'm dead. Oh, shit. I'm I believe
1: also dead. in. Oh, wow. Did we just, like, not do it? Yeah. I guess we, uh, we can return to the start. I'm going to just say okay unless you believe in our no i I think they died also oh yeah wow wow all right brutal uh it's uh proven that not a great strategy what we're doing for the raid for the show i think it's great but (laughs) oh we can just go right back that's easy It's a shortcut oh nice that's
0: really nice so for anyone listening about anything or everything in this they're like maybe
1: there are two friends who are recording a bonus episode about this game and how it has such a strong sense of place. And they might be reading user. they might be reading audience questions while fighting a bunch of giant scorpions. We're just going to make sure that you can play a flute so you can run faster. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is really nice. I mean, we're not entirely there, but we're close enough. Yeah. Um, Anyway, next question. I almost said, I almost said user questions as if like we're some kind of weird corporation users have found anyway. That's nothing. Let me uh, read the questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Easter eggs. Yeah, I mean, uh, for one, my my limit break was literally uh, Barrett's limit break from FF7, Big Shot. Yeah. Otherwise, like stuff like all the summons, like Ifrit and Shiva and, and the Chocobos, that's like a staple.
0: I did a quest but, recently where I had to help Biggs and Wedge, uh, like the Star Wars pilots.
1: Yeah, well, that's another Final Fantasy thing. I mean, there are references to Star Wars, but in every Final Fantasy game, there are bigs and wedge characters. Um, oh, that's awesome. Well, like I FF found FF7, them in they're Yeah, and yeah, this one, they're actually like... Uh, one of them is a Rogadin, and one of them is a Lulawful, which are like, you know, the biggest and smallest of the fictional races. Oh. Um, but yeah, wow, there's so much poison. Yeah, otherwise, uh, I mean, there's a lot of Easter eggs just to like everything. Like a lot of the quest names, like there was one quest named Spirited Away. Uh, there was one quest named, like, a lot of movie references, just a lot of, like, pop culture references in general. But, uh, I mean, and there's even, beyond references, like, there are places you can go to that are from other Final Fantasy games. Like, you can go to Gold Saucer from FF7. I think you can go to Costa del Sol as well, which is amazing. Yeah, I saw that on
0: a, on a list earlier. Um, um, so yeah. I haven't
1: been either place yet, but, yeah, this this game is full of of, of nods to other things, which is really cool. All right, um, I am going to fight this scorpion. Uh, for those just listening, it's a, it's a heated battle. I wish you could see it. <laughs> I wonder if AJ could have fun with like the audio and these weird lulls where we're fighting scorpions. <laughs> um, we'll find out in the edit. Uh, T K asks, what did you name your chocobos, and how many hours have you, slash are you going to waste at the golden saucer? Um, I named my chocobo Bowie after David Bowie, and I don't know. I mean, I could see it going either way. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure how Gold Saucer works in this game. I definitely played it a lot in FF Seven. It FF7. is wild. Yeah,
0: yeah. It it was so overwhelming because it was so gigantic that I had to leave like immediately. I just like I couldn't handle it. I, I'll probably make my way back there eventually. Um, but yeah. it is intense. Uh, oh, I named my Chocobo Star Wars because it made me laugh really hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I almost forgot. Star Wars. Johnny Anime and his, his noble steed, Star Wars. Yeah, you bet. Um, but yeah, if in, in the FF7 Gold Saucer, I really liked the strange, like, Rocks, Paper, Scissors fighting simulator. Yeah. If there's that, I will <gasps> be No, there I died. Hours. Oh, my
0: God. We were so close. Oh, we oh, just we di- won.
1: I also died, though. Oh, shit. Can't win them all. I think you'll be okay, though.
0: I think. Oh, my God. I see. (laughs) Wait, can I help you? No, I can't. I don't know. I just Uh. saw a cutscene where Johnny anime was given a fist bump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hit return by accident. Shit. All right. Oh, there we go. We're good. good.
1: We did it. Good job, Johnny. Thanks. Um, And uh, Zeno asks our last question here. Who is the number one Scion and why is it uh, Tataru? Uh, I think she's the like receptionist, right? Oh, she's the yeah. Um, Absolutely the best. She's cool. I also like uh, Pompilio or Pompilimo. He's the other Lalafel. Uh, he's like kind of the like grumpy, like voice of reason character, but is like a small scientist, alchemist yeah. dude. <laughs> um, I think the uh, there's a cat girl. I forgot her name, but she's like in Decidia and is sort of like. The de facto FF14 stand-in character, which is kind of interesting. I mm. haven't seen her story yet, but yeah, I think I think uh, I think the two Lalafell characters have stood out for me. I think uh, Ida and and Pompolimo when they first show up, that's like the first beat in the story where it starts to feel like a Final Fantasy game. Um, yeah, and I, I I find them like you know again the writing is what it is, but like I find their presence very funny. Uh, both like. Both like actually and also just like ironically. Yeah. <laughs> but I've enjoy I've enjoyed that whole like ragtag kind of X-Men ensemble a lot.
0: Yeah. They're really great. Um so I was playing my first character, Craig Armstrong, in Ulda. Uh, and when you're playing through the beginning of the story in Ulda, the first person you meet from the from the sign of the Seventh Dawn is Thancred, who is like oh, another yeah. He's like fine. Kind of, like white-haired elf with like a big neck tattoo. And it's so, I don't, I don't want to say boring, but it was like, so exactly what I didn't want Final Fantasy 14 to be. Um,
1: <laughs> Thancred is like the character that like the dude in your D&D group who wants to be edgy makes. He's right. like, I'll be, I'll be Thancred. He like does a backflip and saves the day, but like, isn't cool enough to pull it off.
0: Yeah. It's Johnny anime named something that's not Johnny anime. It's Johnny anime if his name was Thancred. For, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and i was just like so bummed out and then i went and did and started johnny anime and gradania and and uh met pomplio and you and it's been great
1: yeah uh so that's cool that there are different scions depending on where you start i um yeah. i'm not sure who's in the limsa Limensa area that area is cool like i find the city itself a little bit tricky to get around but the actual like uh the surrounding area and and the vibe of the setting is really cool i think yeah. you and i talked about it last time we we're like ulda and limsa lamensa both feel like settings that are really cool to discover but are a little bit overwhelming to start in
0: um, yeah totally agree at yeah. least
1: for you know our experience with mmos and for this game yeah absolutely and are there any more questions that's it that's all i got here wow. unless there's anything in chat
0: yeah um can you go out on dates at the Gold Saucer? Because, like, really, what else is there to do? Um, I don't know if you can go on dates in Gold Saucer. I mean, I imagine you could with a real-life person. You could say, like, meet me at Gold Saucer on the Genova <laughs> server. You could do that. Yeah. Um, I wonder,
1: because there's a whole scene in FF7. Uh, not to spoil it, but you go on a date with actually one of three characters, and you go on the Ferris wheel together. And that's like a great. whole scene. Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, should we wrap up, then?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I don't mind this being a shorter one because I think our last few bonuses have been like, "Do you have 18 hours?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: um, I hope you enjoyed this one. This is a little bit of an experiment. We wanted to like try something a little bit different with with the bonuses, and I think we will continue to do so. Yeah. Um So that's all good. But I just want to thank like the, our patrons again for for making bonus stuff possible, and and just thank everyone here who's been in chat and everyone who's listening and who's in the discord, like we're really, uh, I think Brendan and I both like dissociate from compliments sometimes. <laughs> like it's, we we've been very lucky with how much positive feedback the show has gotten. Um, that sometimes it's like easy not to register how beautiful the thing is. That's like, that is the community growing around the show. And I just want to once again, highlight how thankful I am for all of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ditto to all of that. Um, yeah, it's really it's pretty substantially wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Um, I guess, uh, I guess we wrap up by, by saying all this stuff. Uh, we got, we got that slick Twitch account, which we're streaming on currently. But uh, if you're listening to this audio, it's TV slash into the cast. Uh, we stream there every once in a while. We have a YouTube account. The link to theirs in the show notes. Uh, we got a Twitter account, twitter.com slash into the cast. Um, we have an email address it's into the aether podcast at gmail.com horrible email address I'll make a better one eventually um, and we can start going there instead uh, we also have an incredible discord which we've mentioned a lot in this episode specifically um, yeah. but it is bit.ly slash twg discord you can join there uh, or you can go to the worst garbage and find the link on there but uh, yeah that's that's all the links all the all the shout outs all the the cool shit um, Another
1: big shout out to AJ, our producer, for yeah. for editing this one too. For, for real, re- on this one, I feel like it will either be easier or much harder. I don't know. It's it's definitely not going to be a normal experience. No, uh, editing this one.
0: Yeah, but AJ's eyes are going to turn into light while he's editing this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just want. Oh my god! Someone's running around with like a giant chocobo head. This is great anyway enough of me describing the visuals of the game we're playing um <laughs> yeah i think we'll we'll sign off for the episode for now yeah um, but
0: thanks again
1: for listening and i'll see you next time
0: yeah cool uh my name is brendan bigley you can find me on the internet at brendan bigley
1: i'm Stephen hilger you can find me at steven hilger have a wonderful day in Britannia yeah. where i am Catch right you now. later bye